production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you build your story into the communities you serve? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Megan McCoyno, one of the storytellers at Pioneer Utility Resources, and I am joined by James Rattery, the marketing coordinator at Wave Rural Connect in Arkansas. James, thank you so much for being with us today. It's great to be here. Thank you. I should say we're recording live at the Calix Connections Conference in Las Vegas with 2,000 and more broadband storytellers. We'll call any noise that you hear in the background ambiance. How does that sound, James? Sounds great to me. Okay. So I am sipping coffee as we talk because I'm a big fan of caffeine. And I heard about a fun coffee program that Wave Rural Connect started, I think, this spring when it wasn't quite as hot as it is right now. Um, could you talk about how you started serving coffee with your story in Arkansas? Sure. Um, the idea came about when we were actually doing one of our um, first non-member build-outs. It was yeah. for a town called Charleston, and they had sought funding. And we agreed to match and ended up winning that bid. Congratulations. So, yes, we're, we're excited about it. They, they've been begging for it. So they were one of our first build-outs. And uh, the idea was how do we get out there and communicate to people who we don't have already have their information from the co-op side. Right. So we got out. There's a couple of coffee shops in town. You know, one's kind of a breakfast place. The other is just pretty much coffee and go enjoy it. And we decided have a cup on Wave. And you know, each week we'd pick one of the coffee shops and Barbara's coffee from like 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And so we just, whatever they totaled up, we'd pay for it. But the idea is we provided them with Wave mugs that had mm -hmm. our logo on it. Uh, we'd occasionally go out there and answer questions. And we really started that at the beginning of the year in the winter and carried that on until late spring when it started getting kind of hot and there were fewer people, you know, going in there for coffee in the mornings. And I should, I should ask when you say you provided them with mugs, who did you give the mugs to? Oh, we gave that to the actual coffee shops. And how did they feel about getting these mugs? In? They were excited because, you know, and they said the biggest problem they had were people were trying to run off with the mugs. <gasps> oh, <laughs> people course, fighting over swag. I like this story. Yeah. And of course, we <laughs> gave those same mugs away because we had some like specifically for Charleston when we did theirs. Uh, we actually had some of the Charleston Tigers, which is the high school mascot on there. Oh, I love we that. gave those to four dealerships, to the school, so that teachers had them, even, you know, had some giveaways for kids and things like that. And so. you tied it in with their community story. Correct. Which is it's, so important. Yeah, the high schools are very important well, in the small towns. So <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we, we forget about that. We get mm -hmm. excited about making swag for our company, but it's not about us. Mm-hmm. Right? So y'all have been doing some other really exciting things. Um, I just, I'm a coffee fan, so I, mm -hmm. I heard about what y'all were doing there. But how else are you trying to bring yourself into your communities, um, bring your story into the community and make it part of the community? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not trying to sound like we're beverage crazed, but <laughs> we also this summer uh, leading into football season. So there's a lot of the, uh, I guess you call them training camp, spring training. What does high school call it? But, you know, they're out there in the heat. We had a very hot summer this year, and we decided to donate the big igloo coolers. And we took the coolers and put the, the mascot, you know, team name logo on them and donated them to both the band and the football teams for several schools in our area. And sometimes we don't cover the city they're in, but we know their membership, our membership goes to those yeah. schools. So, so you put their mascot on these big igloo coolers. Mm -hmm. Is your logo somewhere as well? Yeah, and it's not 
terribly prominent. It's just okay. provided by Wave. We don't even put our logo on it. Okay. It's about just being part of the community and, and showing that we care. And because, I mean, our people work there. They go to the, the yeah. stores there. When we wear the shirt and we go into lunch, we have to answer questions about Wave. <laughs> so. Yes. I remember what that's like. When I was at a co-op, um, yeah. an electric co-op, I had people, I'd go to dinner, and mm-hmm. they would just slide me their electric bill. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh you want me? Well, you're going to the office tomorrow anyway. So. Yeah, I, I sometimes get the electric questions, and I, I give them this baffled look, and I say, you know, you should call, and then I give them the support number. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking mm-hmm. about your employees are in the communities that WAVE serves. And I should say also, WAVE Rural Connect um, y'all are part of an electric cooperative. Yes, Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation, which is really long to say, but everybody knows it as Arkansas Valley Electric, or oh, the old timers will say REA. Okay, I like the that. R- Rural Electric Authority. Yeah, so, respect. Yeah. So, how many members does the co-op have versus Wave Rural Electric? Like, where are y'all with um, subscribers right now? I'm trying to remember. I think our membership is right around 50,000 because okay. we have a, you know, obviously you have chicken houses and lights and things that have meters yeah. and those are like closer to 70,000. Our serviceable membership for fiber is right around that 50,000 number. And we've got 25,000 members are right at that turned up now. Wow. We will finish our build up, build out, I should say next year. Oh, so our last substation to turn on is at the end of the year and it's our most complex one. So it's, you leave challenges yeah. just for fun at the yeah, end, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. I, I noticed that you have a fantastic shirt on, and I'm going to make sure we put a picture of the shirt front and back, um, because I, I made them take pictures of both, um, on the website at pioneer.coop um, when we post this episode. But talk to me about how your story, you know, the, what message your shirt has and how your story is changing now that you do see the end in sight for your build out and you have half of the electric co-op consumers or members are now subscribers to mm. Wave Rural Connect. Yeah, so um, I think it really starts with the idea that we we want to continue that member service attitude through Wave. I mean, we're a for-profit subsidiary, but there's no reason to treat people like you're some big company wanting a profit. Yeah. Continue that co-op way of member service support. And so whenever we do signups, uh, obviously we have things online, but we know there's a lot of members. You know, our age group is 45 plus really is our you know heaviest group yeah. and so we go out and do sign up events whenever we open a new substation we Ooh. bring a trailer out there we give away t-shirts uh this time around we're doing mugs as well i've heard um, they're quite popular they are and then the <laughs> <laughs> you know koozies things like that we, we change it up for each one but this latest t-shirt we give away is a, you know, we do giveaways for the members and they have the wave logo on there and it's kind of a nice giveaway for them. They get you know pick their size, and the, that's a pretty straightforward one. And then our shirts that we wear as the actual uh, members of the team have messages on them. Oh, so the okay. one I'm wearing today says, our internet is spectacular on the front that's and the back the side. That's the best word, by the way. <laughs> spectacular. It's I nice and long. It goes all the way across the shirt. It is. So, it is. So our internet yeah. is spectacular. Yes. And on the back. Spectacular internet for all. Oh, see, and then the that word again. other shirt it. says the wait is over because that is our number one question. When are you coming to me? <laughs> so if I've heard that once, I've heard it all the time. So it's a lot of your messaging. It's the story that you've been building mm-hmm. has been about 
um, the timeline, like the wait is over, yes. which it reminds me of like when um, you have a large outage and the restoration, restoration mm. efforts are going on. Um, one utility had a shirt that said last one on, right? Mm. Just to kind of celebrate. It reminds me of that, kind of celebrating um, the wait is over, everyone's available or able to subscribe if they want to. But that also means that this kind of storytelling is shifting. Well, and Talk the, to me about the this. other, before I go on there, the other oh, thing the yes. window is over is you're waiting a lot to download things oh. on the old services. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm clever sometimes. You're clever all the time, James. Come on. So I like that. So mm. they are, the wait is over. You're increasing the speed, which makes mm. it spectacular. Correct. I've heard. Um, so how do people respond when they get these messages? I mean, and they're, they're finally able to sign up. I, I love the idea of bringing it mm. to them and to celebrate when a new substation comes up. Yeah. I mean, we, I think it's not so much about celebration as relief. You know, <laughs> I mean, people are, I'm astounded at when I go out in the country and I hear people paying, you know, $100 for five megabits and they tell you you're lucky if it's working half the time or to get one megabit and are gigabits less than that? I just, I'm stunned every time I hear that. You know, and people that are modern and they don't have to be older people living on farms even. They're, they're out there. They don't have home internet because it's so bad. Why pay for it? No. And they all have to drive somewhere on their cell phone four miles away. And that's the story you hear when we're talking about stories. That's the story you hear from them is that they're just ignored in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, you can't give us something cheaper or you won't bring us something better. And that's, like I said, the co-op way comes through. They did that in 1939, bringing mm -hmm. power to people who didn't have it. And we're doing it with internet now. I love that. So, so then what is the reaction then? You, you know, you've got the wait over. Mm -hmm. People are excited or relieved. Yes. I think you said was the better yeah. word. Um, so how does the story change for you now as the marketing coordinator? What are you looking at for next year? Well, we still have build-outs happening because we are we have RDOF funding and ARC funding, which those are government-funded programs to help bring Internet to area outlying yeah. areas. And Congratulations. Yes. There's plenty of places we circle around in our territory because back in the day there was nothing there but farmland and therefore no houses, and then they sold it off and plotted it out or or we are nearby towns that are served by other electric services, usually for profits, and they have no interest in getting into the internet game. Mm. And so we will get funded for them. And that's, that's going to be some of our things going on. Okay. But the next big move is to, I mean, it's going to be upsell, but it's for people that are, you know, really hitting their limits. Okay. That's one thing. And that's good thing about being here at Calix is they've got that data and software to help us kind of see that. It's like, oh, this customer's, they're kind of struggling and they probably not said anything because they were used to bad internet before. They don't complain. Uh, so let's go talk to them and say, hey, we can make your service even better. I, I love that you're already mm -hmm. thinking about that because using data, especially mm -hmm. data that partners like Calix can help you find in your storytelling is mm -hmm. critical, really. You can't just use the same story for everyone. Right. And it goes from, and it really is it's going on now, but we really early in our marketing cloud journey with Calix. So that's, it's helping us a lot because you have to remember co-ops are not for sales people. They're, they're service providers mm -hmm. and here they had to be turned into salespeople. Well, solutions. You know? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're helping people yeah. find solutions. That's well, what we like to say. 
Yeah, because unless they have a problem, there was no reason to contact the customer. Problem either with service outage or yeah. you didn't pay your bill, which that's not the fun one, you know. And uh, so if you can come into them with a, we're solving a problem for you. Yeah. We notice you've you're you know if we come in and say something delicately like hey we notice you're having service issues, would you like us to help you improve your service and here's how. You know, and try not to be creepy big brother way either. Well, you know? but that yeah. I think goes back to where we started, which mm-hmm. is building your story in the community and becoming a name that they trust. Mm-hmm. Because the Wave Rural Connect brand is still fairly new. Right. Um, I know that y'all are part of the co-op, but you're also trying to establish your own story in the community. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of events um, where people like subscri- subscriber events where everybody mm-hmm. comes out and, and um lets out a sigh of relief that you're finally there, which is great. Uh, I really love the idea of getting involved with high schools. And mm-hmm. I think more people really should take advantage of that because that's where kid, that's where the future is. Yes. Right. And that really, that's one of the big reasons we're doing it is you go back to COVID when everybody's going, doing schooling and working from home and having to drive to libraries to sit in a parking lot at 10 p.m. to finish homework. And it's, you know, that's that was one of the things you... I wish I could have, should have, would have. We could have been doing this two years earlier because we've been serving people at that time yeah. instead of being brand new at this. So That's okay. That's okay. We all learned a lot of lessons during COVID, so, yeah. so it's fine. Um, it's, what other ways are you trying to build your brand in the community besides the, the coffee and then the igloo coolers at the schools? Mm-hmm. Anything else that you found that works really well that other people could learn from? It's... Well, it's again about being in the community, like you said. And one of our things is we talk to our service guys that drive our, you know, branded trucks because we use a lot of contractors to help us during this very busy build-out time. But yeah. our guys, we say, just you know, if you got downtime, you're on a, in an area for a service call and you finished it, just go sit in the parking lot or have a coffee somewhere. Because I that that joke I alluded to earlier about you walking with a wave shirt on, people start asking, when's it coming to me? Do you serve me? Can yeah. you serve me? And it's just be out there and be seen. Hmm. I mean, if you're going to have downtime, make use of it. And, yeah. you know, we're not sitting there demanding that people will always be like, you know, on the clock because, you, you know, service, you just can't be. You're serving somewhere super rural and you might have some days they may have a call where they can't stop for anything because they're in north of Clarksville. And then they've got to drive over to Piney and then, drive, you know, but if they got downtime, we're like, you're, you're. Th- Think of yourself like a rolling billboard. Just be seen in the community, especially if it's new. So for part of that, you have the shirts mm-hmm. that, is that what they wear? The uh, Our Internet is Spectacular shirts when um, they're out sometimes and Sometimes they've got, we've got three or four branded shirts out there. Of course, we've got polos and it depends on what they're doing for that day. A lot of our guys, you know, the service techs, of course, they're crawling around under buildings and whatnot. So yeah. you never know what kind of shirt they're going to have on, but they they could be covered in dirt. I'm just saying, they're know. walking billboards. So, <laughs> so we've got several different shirts we've done over the years, and that they wear. We don't spec, you know, dictate to them what they need to wear per okay. se. Because this, a lot of our guys will bring a tech to an event. Because you get the inevitable questions on the first day oh, that true. you get the one guy who knows everything about internet and is trying to catch you out. So, so do I you, hand them over to them. <laughs> do you, since they are your walking billboards in the community yeah. whenever they have downtime, and I love that idea, mm-hmm. trying to make them make use of their time and, and be yeah. there, be seen. Right. Um, a lot of our story is just about being seen in the community. Do you give them any, um, I've seen some people do cards 
where they can, you know, have some information at their fingertips. So even if they're not the right person to ask, they know some of the basics. Have you all done anything like that? Somewhat. Usually it's just tech support cards they carry around. Uh, they carry literature with them. Most of our guys do and our contractors that, you know, door hangers and little flyers. Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, shirts that we, I, I forgot about these. I can't believe I forgot about them because it was one the an idea of one of our techs to put QR codes on there. On so a the, shirt? Yeah, the QR code takes you to the website. Ooh. And so people can just scan it while you're standing there and they go to our Wave website to learn I mean, details That takes about walking it, so. billboards to a whole new yes. place. What is, what is the call to action on those? I Really, we just have the Wave World Connect logo on there and then it's just the QR code to find out more about Wave. Mm. And we just decided to try it out as a lark and yeah. it's working pretty well. So. Are you tracking the number of people clicking or you know scanning that QR code and coming in? Actually, not on the shirts, not directly. We just mm-hmm. we have it's the same QR code we use for our general marketing to kind of see click throughs. Oh, so, James, yeah. mm-hmm. James, we we use different QR codes for yeah. every single thing that folks are clicking just just to track because it's yeah. it's interesting to see what works and what's most effective. Um, so, are there any other things that y'all are doing in your community that you'd like folks to think about to really bring your story in? Not really right now. It's, I mean, that's it's quite a bit we're doing. You no, know? I, I know. See, this is <laughs> so the thing are, I get excited when I hear yes. about what y'all are doing with Wave mm-hmm. Rural Connect. So, yeah, I think that's the big thing is because it's chatter is probably outside of just advertising. I bet it's, it even surpasses the advertising is just chatter in the community. Mm-hmm. So, the more they see activity, I mean just the lines alone going in the polls. Okay, the, the lines in front of my house, does that mean to get it tomorrow? Well, no, we're still building out. <laughs> so, well, I, yeah. I love I love hearing about the coffee mm-hmm. in the communities you're going to, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure we'll pick back up when, um, when it's a yeah, little fall. cooler yeah. outside, um, which takes a little while in Arkansas for things to cool down. Mm-hmm. Um, the shirts are fantastic. I'm excited about seeing you said you were going to wear a new one tomorrow yes. that says the yes. wait is over. So I'm excited to see that one. Um, and I love the idea of celebrating every step along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so very good. Well, unless do you have any other tips that you want to give folks before I let you go on to the next session at Calix? I, I think really that this you know story connect podcast is everything's about storytelling mm-hmm. whether you're a marketer or not and i think if you can think of it that way everyone's got a story yeah. and understanding the customer's story it's not just us telling us you know ours it's experiencing yours as the customer so I love that, James, and I could not agree more. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with Utility Pioneers. He is James Rattery, Marketing Coordinator at Wave Rural Connect, and I'm your host, Megan McCoy, now at Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.